guys? So what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, Arsenio's ESL Podcast. And today we're getting into some reading. We're going to talk about some opinions of about four different people. These subheadings for this specific robotic forum that I will be speaking about is about getting back to my roots. Can robots help with human problems? The future of robotics and the pros and cons of AI. You guys already know that we are approaching a world of AI. I think the likes of Alexa is going to be extremely useful for a lot of people out there. Um, you know, I was actually very giddy just probably, what, about two, three months ago because I realized someone was on their Alexa device listening to my podcast. So that means, that means at some given point, someone had woken up and I was on their mind. And they said, Alexa, play that crazy-ass Arsenio's ESL podcast. That's what Alexa is. For the many of you out there who do not know what Alexa is, I know it's kind of, it's very odd to see, uh, you know, America ahead of the game when it comes to this type of technology. I saw this first probably about two years ago. And I was like, okay, what's Alexa? So Alexa is basically this specific, well, this is probably about three years ago. There's this device. You could order a, a Grab, an Uber. You could order pizza. You could order this. You could order that. You could tell Alexa to play YouTube. Or it, there are just a number of different commands. I mean, even if you want to save something to say, Alexa, please remind me to dot 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 at this time. She'll log it in and she'll turn on when that time comes. Apparently. So again, these things will make our life easier. But there are a lot of anti-technology people out there. Of course, those are the people, the human beings of the last era, back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and now they are 50, 60, and 70 years old saying, oh, why don't you guys play outside anymore? Everyone's on their telephone. Well, if we do not change or evolve as human beings, then what is there? See, playing outside is completely different from playing with other people from other planets on a video game. One of the mass, you, you know, the, the video game uh, blog that I actually read about uh, probably a few months ago, right? I mean, to, to be honest with you guys, about 20 years ago, you weren't able to get online and go into some kind of group game and uh, speak to people from other countries. One of my students on a routine basis, he plays a game, I forgot what it's called, but let's just say he plays with people from Korea. He plays with people from America. He plays with people from Vietnam. This breaks all the barriers. And you know what? He listens to different accents from different countries, which enables him to have more of an understanding of other people. See, that's the greatest of them all. Hell, that's, ba that's better than meeting anyone face-to-face -face or even going to school. So we need to put things into perspective. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read out these different forms that we're going to talk about them. And if you guys actually want to read the article and answer some of the questions from some of the experts and whatnot and, you know, match the headings or match the paragraphs with et cetera, et cetera, you can on my blog at thearseniobuckshow.com. So with that being said, guys, let's get into this. So number one, getting back to my roots. And I don't know what this guy's name is, but let's just call him John Doe. He said, as a young man... I was lucky enough to get an internship at a robotics research and development center. The researchers gave me their wholehearted support as I took my first steps in AI. From then on, I haven't looked back. Next month, I'm joining up with a team from the US and collaborating on language software 
that will allow a robot to respond more naturally to questions. But getting back or getting that first break wasn't purely down to good fortune. Before that, I was at home working how to build effective electric circuits. Oh my God, I thought it said electronic. Nonetheless, let's keep going. And figuring out how to code. I'd say to anyone considering a career in robotics engineering that if you start from scratch, you'll get the grounding you need. Thinking outside the box is then what moves you forward as an innovator. But apart from technical know-how, the other thing that young engineers should have is a set of simple principles. You must pose yourself the question, how am I going to design something that is of benefit to others? And what impact on society is it likely to have? Only then can you really be motivated to pursue it. I am curious about the robots that are now already dealing with public inquiries in a particular bank. There have been teething problems. The robots have not always been able to analyze facial expression correctly. And so have sometimes responded inappropriately. But this will all be resolved as we move forward. See guys, we're just teetering out. We're just, we're, we're getting that, we're, we're tinking and tonking and all that little things. We're getting out all the little, the dust bites. Let's just put it that way. See, when you start something new, of course there are problems to begin with. Anything, it could be the new MacBook, it could be the iPhone, everything has a problem. Different software, you name it. But again, as we move forward, it will get better. You know, when I log on to my application, Bank of America, um, I can speak to Erica. Erica is the AI on my application. When I speak to Erica, it's very, very easy because something that would take me so long to look for on the application, I could just say, Erica, what's my PSB code? And she'll give it to me. Erica, what's my account code? She'll give it to me. It's a number of different things that helps me and I could do this on the go. Not only that, but Again, Erica could allow, she can connect me with a customer service representative from the other side of the world. How amazing is that? Again, guys, this is AI. Now, in regards to him, robots, how can it be of service to other individuals? It's kind of like my, of course, my Udemy course that has just come out. And if you guys haven't bought it yet, you make sure you go out there and you buy it anyways. It's in the description. But anyways, that's a pronunciation course, just to let you guys know. And anyways, so. I said, you know what? There are a lot of people out there that have pronunciation problems. And if they're able to get better in specific areas and practice on a timely basis, they will. You know, there was a, um, a wonderful teacher out there in Egypt. There is a wonderful teacher that I know out there in Egypt. She is amazing. I actually coached her because she is a voiceover coach. She's actually very, very good. Her American pronunciation is sound, as a matter of fact. And I had to coach her. And right when I posted, hey, I'm going to be launching this Udemy course for pronunciation. She's like, dude, I'll be buying it. I said, oh, my God, that is amazing. You see what I mean? So finding a need and filling it, getting back to the roots. Now let's go into B. Can robots help with human problems? Humans have always had the capacity to innovate. This is what sets us apart from other animals and has allowed us to evolve. But now, our drive for innovation threatens our own security. 
Indeed, we are on the verge of creating a future in which humans will have ever-decreasing value. Robotic engineering and artificial intelligence are developing at such a pace that people are not given the time to voice doubt or to call into question the supposed benefits of automation. One concern is the impact of employment. See, robots will soon jeopardize millions of jobs worldwide, surely a catastrophe for social stability. I understand the desire to continually improve on existing technology, but the goal of any engineer should be to enhance human existence and the effect of their actions on individuals and at the society level, uh, societal level must take precedence over technical progress. However, there are those in the field determined to create machines they can pass off as humans. There is no justification of this. Humans have innate qualities that a machine will never replicate. I hold the view that there is something profoundly disturbing, yet also futile about attempting to recreate the human essence. Now, you can hear from her tonality, and you can actually, you're, you're able to put into perspective how old she could possibly be. By looking at her picture, she's at about 45 years old. This is what people at that age group, they are very, very critical of AI. However, she is completely detached from reality and realizing that those robots make life easier. Now, I'm going to give you an example. She said, waitressing and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, I understand. Listen, for pilots, I would always love a human pilot. I do not trust a robot flying me from one country to another. I absolutely will not. However, there are times that pilots completely fall apart. And I do believe that if pilots are not able to make the right decision at such a critical, you know, which could mean life or death, I do believe that that's an opportunity for AI to take over and to bring us home safe. Now, waitresses and delivering food, I believe that in this country, Thailand, we don't need waitresses. They don't need waitresses here. I mean, to be honest with you, the amount of, of porous customer service that I get out of here, it could be in a clothes shop, it could be anywhere. It's outlandish. And I think there are kiosks and I think there are airports, especially the airport here in Thailand and every other airport, there are, the, the, I think robots, I would trust a robot way more than I would trust a human tie. Just because I know the robot isn't out to get my money and the robot will be, will be willing to help me. Here in Thailand, once you get off the plane and you ask one of the cleaning ladies right there in the hall on en route to immigration a question, she'll be very rude and wave you off to a different direction. Now, I'm not saying that all the countries are like this. No way. See, Japan is fantastic. Singapore is fantastic, and I'm sure wherever you, you live or wherever you are, probably fantastic. But la even landed in Los Angeles Airport, TSA security, I asked her a simple question. I said, excuse me, I'm looking for international currency. See, you know what? If I asked a robot that, the, the robot would say, okay, go to Tom Bradley International Terminal and go to da 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 I would say, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a nice day. This TSA security was like, where are you going? Uh, I just told you that I need mother effing currency. I mean, did you not open your damn ears? And of course, her being TSA security, she suspects the worst. So then I go up to two cops who had already confronted some, uh, some squatter in the airport. And then he looked at me. And you know in America with the cops and everything. And you know they got problems with us color folks. 
I said, I'm so sorry to intrude, sir, but I'm just looking for international or an international currency exchange kiosk of some sort, whereas I can actually, you know, get some currency, some US dollars. He said, yeah, just go to the Tom Bradley International Terminal. I said, thank you very much, officer. You have a wonderful day. And I kept on continuing for my, listen, that could have been life or death right there. If I asked a robot, oh, everything would have been all right. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to keep it real. I'm trying to justify it. Because some people, I think there are a plentiful of people. There are, you know what? I think the majority of Thai people would much rather love to have a robot instead of having uh, people on the bus. You have these rude ladies come up to you and they ask you for money. Then they say, bye night, bye night. That means where are you going? But in a very rude way, as if you are from another country, as I am. But they're very rude in general. Some people will say, oh, no. Well, you know what? If you get electronic machines, 5,000 people will be out of, out of jobs. Well, you know what? You had the ability and you were obviously aware that autonomy was approaching. So that is your bad. No, I do not feel sorry for the millions upon millions who actually have jobs that uh, we were doing 100 years ago, and now it's beginning to change. You had the ability. And guess what? The saddest part about this is that universities are still teaching you those jobs that will soon be gone forever. They're not teaching you about skill sets. So food for thought. Let's go into number C, or letter C, that is the future of robotics. Robotics engineering is not a career for the incurious, ooh, that's a sexy word, than an early interest in the basics such as programming and electronics is vital, goes without saying. None of this is wasted when moving on to a robotics engineering program. However, many years later, vision is also imperative. If we are to open up to the range of potential applications they might have, then we must develop a market for them. If we don't manage to do that, it is a pointless having a conversation about ethics. For example, in today's society, it is typical for both parents to work hard and to do long hours. We are soon going to have a situation where finding childcare becomes near impossible. The time will therefore come when robots will take over certain per parent, oh my God, parental duties. Wow, I haven't said that in a long time. Parental discussion, parental advice. Oh, there we go, I remember that. Okay, perhaps the collection of children from school or helping with homework. It's funny how they use collection of children. Can't believe someone would be collected from school. Nonetheless, nonetheless British English. Okay, so let's keep on going. Still, in order to convince people to accept robots, they should look as human as possible. The more they resemble humans, the easier it will be for people to overcome their irrational fears. I agree with the notion that through interaction with robots, we can better understand ourselves. As AI moves forward, we will see that all humans have qualities in common and start to think about what it truly means to be human in terms of our desires, our dreams, and our own consciousness. Ah, that's a very, that's a very, I love that. That was a fantastic entry. That was a marvelous entry. See, he was very, very, he had a very upbeat language and saying, hey, you know what, <laughs> you know, parental duties and, you know, picking up kids at work and this and that, you know, I know, hey, listen, Thailand, they have a slew of nannies. It's fantastic. 
you know, I have a friend who's trying to be a nanny for me. She's like, listen, I could come over. I could clean. I could clean your home. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I mean, you, you know, I, I ain't never had a nanny, you know. Uh, it ain't that. It ain't that serious. But on days that perhaps I am very busy, you know, again, it's kind of like finding food. It can become very annoying, right? Even if I buy some of those services and they say, hey, we're going to ship out your food before 9 a.m. today or we're going to ship it out before 11 a.m. I'm like, guys, I need breakfast before 8 a.m. That's taking too long. I need more than that. You see, that becomes a problem. So having a nanny and you wake up and say, hey, can you cook this? Can you cook that? It's easy. Now, oh, in America, oh my God, that's like a full on salary. That is extremely difficult. And that's, I wouldn't say that's forbidden, but that's, I wouldn't say that's frowned upon, but that's kind of like, huh, you have a nanny? Damn, you must have a lot of money. See what I mean? But nonetheless, don't worry so much about opinions. But here in Thailand, you can hire a nanny very, very easily. It's pretty cool. You know, you could hire her on a weekly basis, you know, come over this time. Okay, uh, can you clean this and pre prepare food for me? I'll be home with this and that. It's really, really convenient if you have such a busy schedule, which I will probably have within this year. So I love it. I love his entry. And we're going to get into the last one, the pros and cons of AI. I was recently invited to meet a humanoid robot. And of course, I accept it. I knew it was going to be an amazing encounter. What I had not expected was how disconcerting the experience turned out to be. Its eyes follow my every move and the uncannily human-like changes in its facial expression almost had me forgetting the face was silicone. Its verbal responses to my questioning were slightly off at times, but it managed to keep the conversation going. The lead engineer, on this innovative project explain how the next generation of machines could be put to use not only in factories, but also in our homes and offices. The leader was somewhat more, ooh, that, that's a big word, I've never, reticent. Reticent, nope, it's re reticent, nah, reticent. Okay, we'll have to check that pronunciation later. When it came to answering my concerns, about the inevitable loss of jobs. Oh, people in their jobs. So first of all, you don't want a job. If you live life to have a job, you will be replaced, guys. It's 2020 now. It's 2020. You got to develop a skill set. Develop something whereas, hey, what is it in my neighborhood or in my country that is needed? Trainers, coaches in specific niche markets and niche areas developing soft skills or hard skills. Not a job. Jobs should have been gone a long time ago. And jobs, hey, you already know what happened in America with the whole financial crisis. Those jobs will be wiped out and they don't care about you. I'm done with this job, crap. So let's keep going. There is also the issue of whether something with advanced artificial intelligence should be created for the purpose of servitude. At what point is a robot entitled to rights? And who will be legally responsible if a machine malfunctions, say a driverless car, and causes physical injury to people or property? A conference on such issues takes place next year. Certainly, they require attention before further development takes place. She has great points. She has great points, people. Like who will take, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it would be the creator of the robot. So Elon Musk. <laughs> but no, honestly, who will take responsibility if something happens, if something malfunctions, if something catches fire? I completely understand that. 
but we're only at the dawn of the robots anyways. A lot of people, they have a tendency, including Elon Musk, to take things way out of proportion. They say, oh my God, AI is the worst thing ever. Robots are going to take over. Seriously, guys. I mean, I honestly think about it. I Well, no, I don't think about it on a regular basis, but I actually thought about all the movies and I'm like, for a robot to literally take over, to knock on my door and to take me hostage, you're going to have to put some sort of disease inside of a robot, which is impossible, or program a robot in a way that it kills people. I mean, I just don't see that happening. However, the people who do create robots, that's what scares me. That's the only thing that scares me. So, guys, with that being said, so much, so many interesting points, so many things to discuss, so many things to talk about. Engage with me. Talk to me on my blog. Talk to me on Instagram, wherever it may be that you are following me, and I would love to hear some of your opinions about this. So, with that being said, guys, huh. That is the Robotics Forum. I'm your host. As always, stay tuned for Smart Cities over and out.